Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. It is the time for the show. It- yeah. I don't know how to respond to when you're like, welcome back. Like, what am I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You've only had like 300 opportunities, roughly. That's a good point. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> At this point, you can't blame me. Like, you, look, I used to have an intro. Then we got a professional sounding intro that took over my intro. Then I started saying, hey, welcome back. And then you got flustered for like 200 times. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, after 200 times, it is you. Or maybe it's you and not me. No, no, it's you. All right, whatever. 200 is too many times. I'm sorry. Hey, it's almost spooky season. Ooh. It's the last, is this the last week of the show in this month of September? No, it's not. Next week is the last I don't know. Do you know September the, show. The sad thing is, half of our spooky episodes are going to be eaten up by new releases. So I'm going to have to come up with something spooky to supplement with. Ah, spooky season. Because there's going to be Bond, and then there's going to be Dune. One of them we have to go to the theater for, one of them we don't. Uh, which one do we have to go to the theater for? Bond. Ah, yes. Because Dune will be on HBO, so we don't have to go and out Dune for that comes one. out on my birthday. Does it? Yeah. Well, your word is a killing name. What? It's Dune. Oh, okay. Maybe should re- I- I'll rewatch that movie. It-, it-, it won't be a show, but I'll just rewatch it for my own sake. I've never watched the original. I'm surprised. You're like, Patrick Stewart in a leather vest? Boy, howdy. Well, there's also Excalibur. Patrick Stewart in medieval armor. Sting. Sting's in there, too. He goes fucking nuts. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and do not uh, Excalibur. No. I don't know. I'm looking forward to doing it. I hope it's going to be good. But yeah, it's a half of our spooky season, which means I know what our two spooky shows are, and I know which one is the drinking one. Oh, uh, which one is? Uh, That will be a movie I've been wanting to watch for like 10 months. Okay. Sleepwalkers. What? That's the incest space cat one from Stephen King. Oh, no. <laughs> that was written by him. Never a book. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Sleepwalkers. It's going to be so good. That's the one that ruined the stay classy space cats. <laughs> yeah, isn't it is. It? Space, incest space cats. I can't wait for it. I can. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. I can't believe I'm going to have to pay to rent that one a second time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've seen it before? I have, yeah. Oh. It, it, it's not freely available i had to pay a rental fee on, it was like you know like three like four bucks or something now i'm gonna have to pay an additional four bucks to watch it again like within like a 16 month period wow that's by the way it's stephen king's birthday today no it was yesterday oh, yesterday today oh. is the, the anniversary of the death of the guy that ran him over with a van oh that's spooky yeah getting hit by a van uh yes <laughs> avoid that if you can yes what do we got going on this week same stuff mostly but it's one hell of a show Yes, sir. We got the news. Bunch of leaks. It's all just a leaky, <laughs> leaky show. Taking a leak. I didn't even show you the photo. I'll uh-huh. have you look it up later. <laughs> oh, no. What if, with just the lamest title ever, but sure, I actually like the episode quite a bit. It was fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Sports reports this week in video game history. I was like, what's our topic? The Eternals. More Eternals stuff. It's eternally, eternally. Your questions. Thanks for coming. Th- um, Could you play some of the Bengals Eternal Flame? We get a few people that are like pretty consistent for questions, so thanks, um, consistent contributor for coming the through last week. Question contributor, yes, the well, CQC. <laughs> last week, and I was like, uh, we are we are dead in the water here. So we got a question. All right, to cover uh, that dead space. Excellent. I'm, and then we're done. That's the end okay. of the show. Well, then let's get to it. We shall. Uh, let's get straight into. Happy first day of autumn, by the way. 
Is it? I Today was that. the autumnal equinox. Oh, great. The days are just going to continue to get shorter. More darkness than light. The darkness is creeping in, Zach. Great. I can't wait to leave in the dark and get home in the dark. It's my favorite. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Speaking of nudes. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's oh, not no. really a segue. It's just uh, more photo leaks. Oh. So I'd like oh, you no. to take out your phone. Oh, oh, no. What am I looking up? Nothing bad. Okay. Just look up Andrew Garfield leak. Uh, let's see. This isn't a Chris Evans situation. Thank you. The Sinister Six villains from No Way Home revealed a new link. No Way Home no. leak is video is fake. No, it's, I don't think it's fake. Andrew Garfield claims leaked Spider-Man image of him and Tobey Maguire was edited. Jesus Christ, I'm just going to look it up myself. Saying it's a deep fake. This, this is the new leaked photo. Supposedly from the No Way Home set. Oh, well, there you go. From Spider-Fan. Here's the thing. I think it's real. Oh, yeah. There's been a bunch of back and forth about it, but this also matches... I, I mean, if it is a fake, it is someone who is matching up with the other leaked photo, like with him on that same set with Tobey Maguire. And once again, if he is saying that it's fake, and by the way, for those who haven't seen the photo, it's just Andrew Garfield without your Spider-Man mask on because... In front of a blue screen. God forbid anyone keep that mask on. You got When you're a Hollywood star, you got to show them pearly whites. Yeah. And by pearly whites, I mean all the white actors playing Spider-Man. Hey. Yeah. Middling joke at best. Yes. <laughs> Not saying it was good. Just saying it's middling. But yeah, it um, appears to be on the exact same set as the other leaked photo of him and Tobey Maguire, which is the thing that in- makes me inclined to say, like, yeah, probably real. Oh, most definitely. And also, like, Andrew Garfield has said, like, no, it was Photoshop, it's fake. Here's the thing. He has signed an NDA saying that he can't talk about what he's done any- or anything. Like, there is a specific marketing plan, no matter what he says... It will always be, even if he's not in it, if he's in it, if he's not in it, it will always be, I am not in it until it is revealed that he is or is not. Yeah, until it's seen. Also, I saw the funniest comic book character name today, at, um, and because I also signed the world's most hilarious NDA, which is why I keep my job vague. Oh, you have an, N- <laughs> you have an NDA? I have an NDA and a non-compete. Wow, a non-compete? Uh, uh, Who would be in the market for your skills? <laughs> I know, it's... um. It's the silliest NDA in the world, but I did come across something today uh, for a comic book character who has the best name I've ever heard in my life. Okay, uh, but the, you can't the, tell us, can no, you? No, no, I can tell you the name of the, the series. This is like a pre-like pulp novel kind of thing. Okay, uh, Deadwood Dick. Oh wow, it's a man who needs Viagra. It's my favorite <laughs> comic character I've ever heard. Better than Pace Pot Pete, Deadwood Dick. Wow. <laughs> This is from 1899. I'm like, hmm, don't usually see things from 1899. No, no, you really don't. Yeah. Wow. Deadwood dick. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, Andrew Garfield, yeah, leaked photo. I think it's real. Listen, this Look, is- Look, he's in the movie, this right? This is Schrodinger's Spider-Man, right? They're both, not, they're both in the movie and not in the movie until we see. Oh, he's in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? There's, he's in it. Oh, I mean- I'm going to I'm trying to like why would they just bring back the like oh we only brought back the villains and not the Spider-Man they've done weirder things no they haven't I can think of things if you give me a second no you can't Tobey Maguire having slicked over hair and dancing down the streets of New York well it wasn't part of the MCU before but now it is Uh, oh no speaking of leaked photos 
Um, this was something that w- I can't remember if we spoke about it explicitly or vaguely, or even if we did it at all. I don't remember, honestly, because once the show goes out into the ether, I forget about it immediately. I, I, as soon as the show goes out of, well, as soon as they leave the house, I forget about the show. Sometimes there's like, I have a, like, should I have left that in or not? Will like haunt me for like 24 hours, then I forget about it. Yeah. That's about as bad as it gets. <laughs> but, it's, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, that was a questionable comment. That's why I like having editing power, because I never have to walk. It's like, all right, that can go. Yes. But there was a Doctor Strange leak of a pre-vis image. We already had uh, rumors circulating about this, I don't know, three-ish, three, four weeks ago, about an X-Men character from the old Fox universe that Wanda Maximoff was going to fight, and it was uh, we were told it was Charles Xavier, and now there's supposedly a pre-vis image of him floating around. Here's the thing. I don't really want that universe to continue because it was boring and shitty like half the time. But it's Patrick Stewart in the MCU. I love Patrick Stewart. I'm I'm not saying that I don't love Patrick Stewart. I'm saying that like half the X-Men movies are crap. He also does not have a good very a very good uh, record and I'm being very generous fighting. there with half. He does not have a good record fighting in the in like in any of the movies. Oh yeah, literally every X Men movie is like how oh he's too powerful. How do we get him off the table? Yeah. Uh. Well. Well. Let's turn him into dust. Let's Thanos him before Thanos. Or literally anything else. Like oh he got a bad injection of. He's having the Odin sleep. Yeah. He has narcolepsy. I. I, I do love the narcolepsy of Odin. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, tr- like, like oh that's a major issue. <laughs> Oh, you're stressed in a time where we might need Odin, and you just get a nap. No, they just they play a Third Eye Blind song behind him. Was that Third Eye Blind? That '90s song, Narcolepsy. May have been. Now uh, I gotta look. Well, I, just, I know I have it on my phone. Well, now I can Google it faster. That's a race. It was Third Eye Blind. I was ah, right. uh, Ben Folds also did it. Well, he did it after. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I don't really want to see that universe come back because it sucked. It was boring. It was boring and crappy. We don't like boring. We don't like crappy. Logan is awesome. Love Logan. The, great, dead, the great Deadpool movie is pretty fun. Again, um, he's the most powerful person. How do we, how do we sideline him? First class. I enjoy that movie. Days of Future Past. Good, but it was done by uh, an alleged uh, sex pest. So you know, I haven't watched that one in a good while now. First class is fun. I do like first class. Also, not many sex pests. Maybe Michael Fassbender, depending on what you read on the internet. I don't know if it's true you or not. You read a lot of things on the internet. Yeah, he might have. Um, he, he might not be a great guy. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Other stuff. Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, Apple whatever the fuck. I have it until Ted Lasso's done and I'm getting rid of it. I need to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, because it's just about coaching and positivity. I need that in my life. Yeah, it's just a feel-good show, and the second season is uh, nowhere near as good as the first one. Okay, so just watch the first season, then, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, you, you'll you want to continue. Like, oh my god, I had such a great time. Let me keep going. They cleaned house at the Emmys. Yeah, the second season, um, it's fine. Okay, anyway. The first one knocks it out of the park. To well, use a baseball reference on a soccer-based show. Jason Sudeikis will be the fourth host of the new season of SNL as it starts back up in October. Oh, I didn't see who was... Okay, cool. I think Owen Wilson is the first one, so we might get like a Loki skit. Yeah, maybe. There you go. But back October 2nd, so a week from this weekend. Mm. We will never see Turd Ferguson again. No, we won't. Yeah. It's not my name. It's a it's a big hat. It's funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write anything down. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, that was good. What? <laughs> I just, I love that. Every one of those is gold. Oh, uh, 
I think one of my favorite though is when he's on Conan and tells the moth joke. Yeah, I, I saw that clip that from the Tonight Show run. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a moth. It's not my name. <laughs> I was drawn to the light. <laughs> and there's this. Uh, yeah, fucking yeah. Dormant Drama was great. Yes. Anyway. Any yeah. So who Finch had a trailer? Something new coming to the Apple. That's what we were talking about. Yes. Tom Hanks survives the apocalypse with a dog. And a robot he builds. Yeah, so different than... Uh, wonderful, his name was Wilson. Oh. That'd be funny if he did name it Wilson. Like, or if there's like a meta joke in there. What should I name you? Wilson? <laughs> I've been here before. Which is also kind of ironic because his wife's last name is Wilson. Yes. First name is yes, Rita. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm here for you. I've learned new things. Hey, it's my goal in life to educate people, and I've done that tonight. Well, after his douchebag kid was like it's a white boy summer oops for fuck's sake oops like how did you come from his balls you're just so unpleasant well i mean tom hanks is the perfect human being there has to be one flaw and if this is it (laughs) yeah it's chet it's it started with the name (laughs) uh but no i mean tom hanks is literally the perfect human being like tom hanks is america's dad except a jet who sucks Listen, everybody has a stepbrother or stepsister that they might be like, eh. Actually, I don't. I have a good stepbrother. I was going to say, which one of your siblings are you talking about? I'm like, probably the one, actually. <laughs> now that you, you got real specific. You're like, well, there's probably a step-sibling in there. No, actually, my step-siblings are fine. I'm probably the jerk. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tom Hanks, it's the end of the world. Everyone's dead but him, a dog, and a robot he makes. No, um, but he said people in the trailer. So Yeah, he, they might be alive. He, stop ringing the bell. Sorry, I'm, I'm just getting ready. It's a movie that's pitching itself as hopeful, but I have a hard time believing that it's going to be hopeful. I feel like there's going to be um, just sad crying moments in this. Like, is the dog dead? Is the robot dead? Is Tom Hanks dead? They're probably all going to die. You know what I've found as I've gotten older, as I'm like staring down the barrel of 27 in a month? Or 37, rather. Oh, 27? Holy cow. Like You haven't been 27 in, in a long time. Almost 10 years, to be exact. <laughs> Nine years and 11 months. <laughs> If you if you really want to put a finer point on it, you remember when I was twenty seven? Yes, yeah, nine years and eleven months ago today. I think we just comfortably call that ten years ago. Yeah. So no, like I find that I get more emotional at things. Yeah, you're just more emotionally available as time goes on. That's probably true. Just becoming a softer boy. Yes, the hardened layers of my onion have peeled away, <laughs> or baked away in the radiation sun, like in this Tom Hanks movie, Finch. Oh yeah, he puts his hand out there and roasts it right up. I tell you what, though. I hear the name Finch, I just think American Pie. <laughs> I think Atticus Finch. <laughs> Much classier than mine. Thank you. Mine's about a guy uh, having diarrhea at a school, and yours is Gregory Peck. Also, isn't Finch like the one that like sleeps with Stuffler's mom? Yes. No, see, the, <laughs> perfectly up your alley. A pooper who likes moms. You're projecting. Eh, sure. <laughs> What else happened this week? Yeah, Finch. Um, it looks like it's going to be sad. Can we talk about, like, Tom Hanks, though, still the staying power? Like, he's at a run. Like, Well, he's done a couple movies with Apple now. He did um, Tom Hanks on a boat in its World War II again, which I haven't watched yet, but I want to watch. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. And now he's doing this one with them. So I Isn't guess there another just... one that he just recently did as well? I don't know. I remember seeing a trailer for it, and it wasn't Finch. Now this Tom Hanks, because I love Tom Hanks. He's probably my favorite actor. What about his son, Chet? <laughs> favorite rapper? And he's not a very good rapper. But his son Colin is cool. I like Colin. He also has uh, his son Truman. <laughs> Talk about 
an interesting name. I didn't know there was a third one. Yeah. Oh, there's actually, and then there's a daughter too. I didn't. Elizabeth. So I we would, only know about Chet. I know about Chet and Colin. The other two are. Colin a, looks a almost exactly like him, though. Like, look, there's a picture of Colin. I'm aware who Colin Hanks is. Clearly, you weren't because you didn't he was realize in, that he was were... in that movie Orange County. Oh, that's right. And oh, he was in yeah. King Kong, and he was in a few episodes of Mad Men. Give me his, vi- his filmography. Actor. I don't want your stupid advertisement. Oh, he's going to be Geppetto and Pinocchio in 2022. And he's going to be in a Wes Anderson film. News of the World. That was the yeah, one. Yeah, that was a while ago. I didn't see that one. I wanted to, but that it, good. it passed me by. Apparently, he was also in Borat's subsequent movie film. Was he? I don't remember that at all. And I watched that. Greyhound is the movie you were talking about where he's in yeah, World Tom War II. Tom Hanks on the boat. Yes. Did you ever watch A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? Yes, I did. Talk about emotional movie. Give you the tear. The glassy eye. That was a good time. It was. Uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> we need to go down Tom Hanks' IMDb. What else happened this week? Um, we went down Tom Hanks' IMDb. Another publisher is leaving Diamond. IDW is leaving Diamond and moving to Penguin Random House. Oh, that's a random house. No, I mean, a bunch of, like, it's so weird. It's not like I've been out of business for that long, but, like, the days of the Monopoly are dead. It would seem so. A lot of people are moving to Penguin. Having multiple publishers, like, at the same time, also, like, well, I hated the Monopoly of Diamond, and they were terrible at, like, basically everything, and I despised them. There was a certain level of ease just having one distributor. Yeah, all the convenience of living under one roof. The convenience of living w- under one crappy roof. Whatever happened one to all re- the additional stock you had when you closed the store? Um, there's not much of it left. It's on the other side of this wall. I'm going to do one more show and just fucking get rid of it all. Like an everything must go kind of thing? If I can't sell everything, I will go up to another... I will find a dealer to buy it off of me. Wow. The last time I go is the last time I go. When is your last show? I have no idea. Oh. COVID kind of screwed up that plan. Uh-oh. How many how many books did you have left over when you when you shut the doors? Uh, I have graphic novels. Comics are all gone. Oh. I sold all of those. Nice. Yeah, all the um, like my pricier stuff. This like n- this new couple had moved into town. They're like, oh, we're looking to like decorate our house with like all these comics. I'm like, I'm going out of business. Like, oh, can we buy all of them for this like flat sum? And I went, yes, you yes you can. Wow, good job. Yeah, way to drive a hard bargain. <laughs> it was convenient. And that's it. That's the news. All right, late news week. Well previous wife of george lucas and star wars film editor uh really shit all over the new movies that's the only other thing that happened this week oh okay uh she was not kind she won an oscar uh she said kathleen kennedy jj abrams don't get it uh they can call me if they want oh wow (laughs) it was real harsh well i mean very direct at the end of the day george sold the rights so yeah for four bill yeah i think he has nothing to complain about i think he's doing fine i think he's he's got four billion dollars it's more money than Fort Knox. All right, we're going to move on from there to this. Uh, what if? Different thing. What uh, if? We're going to move to another segment. What, what up? up? What, what if? if? Yeah. Worst titled episode so far. If Thor were an only child. Yeah, what a shitty title. What if Thor were an only child? Like, think of something better than that. Yeah, seriously. But it came down to uh, what if Thor wanted to party and have sex with Natalie Portman in front of all of his friends, including Rocket. Yeah. Because they were all in the room. Apparently so. It was very hangover-esque. So that's weird. Did you ever think of like the hang... I mean, we obviously didn't get Bradley Cooper, but having Rocket in the hotel room in Vegas after a night of partying, did you think hangover reference? Uh, no. I also thought you meant like a specific... Like, yeah, all those times we went to Vegas. No, I was talking about a movie. Not uh, We've never been to Vegas. No. 
Have you ever been to Vegas? No, I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas either. The furthest west I've been is Texas. The furthest west I've been is Seattle. That's about as far west as you can get <laughs> Yeah, in America before you get to Alaska. Anyway, no, this was a fun episode. I liked it. Yeah, this was, uh, was surprisingly enjoyable. Some of these I've been kind of like middling on, and this one it was just like, yeah, we're going to be dumb and fun. We're going to have a party. <laughs> A big party. We're just going to include all the characters. Korg is going to be sucking on a pacifier for some reason. I assume it was filled with drugs. Probably. Is there a way you could get drugs by ball sucking cannon. on a pacifier? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, bulk and he just kills Samuel Jackson. Not quite, though. No. Uh, you had that. They had some, some big name voices. Natalie Portman's voice yeah, was in this. I was this. surprised she came back. I mean, the price was probably right. I mean, Hems- something I enjoy about Hemsworth is like he loves playing Thor. Yeah, he just like I like uh, Chris Evans kind of softened on it because for a while he was like, I have a six movie contract, and if I do a cameo, that counts as one. And then he did like Spider Man and Thor. Yeah, he did an extra Avengers, so he definitely seemed to have softened on the idea. And Downey was like, just keep on paying me like a billion dollars a movie, and I'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me where I need to be and when I need to be there. And Hemsworth just seems to be like. Yeah, no, I'm Thor. That's just kind of cool. Him and Hiddleston both love playing their characters. Yeah, I love Hiddleston back. Like, and he's just a big old frost giant this time. Frost bro. <laughs> They're so awful. They're so a better title for this episode is like, "What if Thor but a douchebag?" Pretty much, Captain Marvel, but not Brie Larson. Yeah, and some weird. Um, the only thing that kind of like stuck with me a little bit on these was like some of the jokes they made, which were definitely making fun of like her detractors of being like, "Oh yeah, you're a party pooper. Why don't you smile more?" Oh, the other but one. at the same time, I'm like, "Why are we even calling attention to Captain this?" Captain Marvel. We thought you'd be a dude because <laughs> he was a dude. Yeah, it was Captain Marvel. Then yeah. he died of space cancer or something. Oh, I mean, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> space cancer. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, fun episode. Globe, uh, globe hopping party. You get to see all the, all the different characters. Drax definitely not Dave Batista. No, but I do enjoy that. Like the Guardians were there, and like those weird gold people from Guardians Two were there. Stop playing with a bell. Sorry, I'm I'm just I'm bell happy. Stop fiddling. Sorry. I know it looks like a boob. Stop touching it. Stop it. No, that was weird. <laughs> I wish you hadn't done that. Well, I wish you hadn't said what you said. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. But I just and I know and there was even ones. Um, I don't even remember who I was talking about. It was like, oh, it was um, Benedict Cumberbatch doing Doctor Strange. I'm like, oh boy, like that voice doesn't translate like super well to animation. Like it's very flat. Hemsworth is like fully in there, just like making oh, weird squealing noises and just yeah, going nuts with it. Frigga, definitely not Rene Russo in this one. Yeah, but still, I enjoyed the fake out. And I mean, I love all the little things they stuck in. Like, oh, there's oh, Surtur. Yeah. There's um. There's Scourge, the Executioner, and like just sneaking in all these extra little characters. Just having a party time. And I enjoyed the fights. The fights were cool. The, the Odin Sleep, again, they made fun of the Odin Sleep. Yeah, this is narcolepsy. Uh, like that Third Eye Blind song. Yes, true. <laughs> was that Third Eye Blind? Or Ben Foltz. No. At the end of the day, though, like really fun episode, and then like, like oh, cool, this is going to be a fun one that ends funny, and then all of a sudden there's the twist at the end, like, oh my. It's Ultron, but he's a vision. Yeah. And he has all the Infinity Stones. I'm looking forward to whatever their big crossover is of like, here's all, here's just all the shit and it doesn't matter what happens because it's a what if story. And if what if stories are known for anything, it's just killing everyone off because it doesn't matter. <laughs> so do you think like the last, because there's two left, the last one is just going to be everyone dies? At least one of them is going to be that. Because 
I mean, well, no, we already had that because Doctor Strange destroyed the uh, universe. He, he did, and there was the Marvel Zombies one where everybody died. But there's that's basically ep- so like a quarter of them already everybody's died. The majority of what if stories are people just killing off big characters because it doesn't matter mm. because those universes don't continue. You can just like off people left and right, loosey goosey. It's true, you can. So I can't wait for the episode where they just kill them all. <laughs> I like that we're getting more Watcher. Like the Watcher character actually is like being seen more. <laughs> He's just like, what the hell? He's like, oh, oh my, I spoke too soon. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to be very good at his job. We also had the Watcher in uh, Eternals when we read it this week. Yeah, he was real sad for like one panel. Yeah, him and Galactus. He's like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Galactus is like, oh shit, not again. Because he remembered what fear felt like. It was weird that Thor and Jane hooked up when like everyone else is in the room. He is the god of thunder. <laughs> well, apparently he brought the thunder. He is quite so, and some lightning. Don't bring that into the bedroom. No, no electric shock, please. Yeah, so hey. no, fun. Fun <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, this was a good one. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. It's dumb and it's light, but they did it well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And, and everyone seemed to be like bringing it like voice acting wise. So yeah. Once again, Phil Coulson can't can't keep him down. No, he's he refuses to go away. Talking but, about somebody who has more I, Marvel screen time than anybody else. I don't even want him to go away, but I just think it's funny that like he doesn't. <laughs> No, oh, he's he's there forever, man. <laughs> he got stabbed through the heart ten years ago, and they keep bringing him back. Yeah, you can't keep a good man down. All right, that, I, that's probably it. That was a fun that's episode. It, yeah, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. So we're gonna move on from there to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up this week in video game history. Get ready for a mess of things that happened in the two thousands. All right, because that's all that happened. That new metal. Well, I'm sure this first game had some new metal on its soundtrack. Oh, okay. A sequel to a sports game. I think this is when it first really blew up, or when it kind of first came onto my radar. With a sport that is synonymous with really one individual who only recently retired. Oh, it's Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 2. I feel like you looked at the notes. No. <laughs> that was so specific, but yes. No, because <laughs> Tony Hawk's been on like Twitter. is because people like, have you seen the tweets that are like, People look, not recognizing yeah, Tony Hawk. You look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> oh, really? You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. No. All these in kick clips, baby. Goofy style. Um, in 2002, this game premiered on the GameCube. is still very popular on the Switch today, and I don't really understand why. Is it Super Smash Brothers? No. Oh. Because that game's awesome, and also that premiered on the N64. Okay. Then I was wrong. Uh, this is it's a cutesy game where you need to do realistic chores for some reason, and people like it. I have no idea. It's Animal Crossing. What the hell? Oh, I've heard of this game, and yeah, it's still popular. People do chores in real life first. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. it's like Come Animal Cross the dishes out of my sink. That'd be nice. Not a pun. Not a joke. Not on anything. Nope. It's reality. There's like five dishes in my sink. I'd like them washed, please. Two thousand four. Uh, another popular game that I never, re- I never played it, but I because I didn't really understand the premise of why you would want to do this. What if Star Wars, but you don't get to have a lightsaber? Oh, it's like. Battlefield or Battlefront. Battlefront. You're, you're so close. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, people love this game in Battlefront too, and I'm like, why? I would just want to hit people. I want to be a Jedi. I don't want to be a member of the Resistance. Yeah, it's like, uh, what, what if you're in Star Wars but you sucked? No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, I want to be a Jedi. <laughs> you know, what? screw it. I'm dropping it in there. Okay. Uh, Luke, be a Jedi tonight. Luke, be a Jedi tonight. Just be a Jedi tonight. Do it for Yoda while we serve our guests a soda. 
uh, and do it for Chewie and the Ewoks and all the other puppets. Luke, be a Jedi tonight. It's a Simpsons clip. <laughs> Where he just wants to be a Jedi. And oh. all I want to do is drop in Simpsons Ow. clips. Because there was a while that I was just playing this other clip. I can't remember what it was. Dr. Sayus, Dr. Sayus. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, what's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, oh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. I don't know. I just play the Planet of the Apes clip. Oh my gosh, I was wrong. It was Earth. All along. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Uh, love that clip. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bring it back. Refuse to let it die. You know, I got to keep up that incredibly popular TV series. Yeah, they need your help to it. stay relevant. Yeah. 2004 and 2005, um, same week, I same game, same sequel. I will, I'll try and back my way into it for you. I don't know if you ever played this. I definitely played this game around you, both of these games. They are the spiritual prequel to the Marvel Alliance games. Well, they are Marvel characters. Uh, also, the best character to play was Iron Man. No idea. The X-Men Legends games. Oh, you okay. played. You played as four players, and I think... I can't remember if it was the first or the second one. You could definitely play it like in the very early days of online gaming with other people. Oh, and for dial-up some, days? And for some reason, Iron Man was the best character in these X-Men games. Well, makes sense. He's got armor. He can shoot repulsor beams. He said this like good, like yeah, he had good range stuff and like these good like wave things he could send out. He was by far the best character to play as X Men Legends, X Men Legends two in two thousand four and two thousand five. Okay, two thousand eight. That thing that you wanted to play as before, but it was like you were just hitting people with a baseball bat. Oh, um, well, it's a Star Wars one. Yep, <laughs> just whacking people with a bat. Uh, you got to bring down a star destroyer with your force powers. It had a really crappy sequel that was only like a four-hour campaign because it was rushed and shitty. It's not. I don't know which one it you, was. You were Darth Vader's apprentice. Oh, was it like um, Rise of the Empire, Knights of the Old Republic? No, no. Oh. But that is one. Just not this one. Oh, it's Force Unleashed. Oh yeah, it's like you could choose to be good or evil. No, you were just Darth Vader's apprentice. Oh. You ran around like zapping people or hitting them with your bat, and they'd eventually fall apart. Uh, the first game was a lot of fun, and then the second game is a steaming pile of shit. And at the time, it was considered to be an official canon thing, but then one Disney bought Star Wars, like, get out of here, Force Unleashed. You have a bad sequel. Kick you in the butt. You were something Starkiller. I can't remember your first name. No. Which was supposed to be Luke's original name. Tim Starkiller. It was not Tim. What else happened? 2011. Um, I feel like the shine really, I don't know. I didn't play this one because I got kind of bored after the first one. Look, you have a gun, but it's your chainsaw, and it's the third time around. We're still doing the same shit. Wait, you have a gun? Your gun? You have a gun, but it's a chainsaw. But it's the third time around? So it's definitely number three in the series. It's not Doom 3. No, it's just Gears of War 3. Oh, okay. You have a chainsaw, but it's a gun, and I got bored after the first one. Fair. That's it. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. There was one more that oh, okay. I forgot. All right. Uh, dropping this week in 2018. I don't know. Don't usually bring these up, but a uh, 2K18 came out. Why is this one special? Why? Well, it had Kyrie in a Celtics uniform. Oh, okay. Well, you know, not really <laughs> special then. Uh, yes, that member. Hey, to be fair, 
memorable season. Oh yeah, there was a lot that it was one of their best seasons in recent memory. Memorable season. Correct. <sighs> what a train wreck. <laughs> Anywho, we're gonna move on from uh Kyrie in two K eighteen to saying that if he's gonna get traded, he'll just retire. It's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That's a weak-ass intro. <laughs> it's Kyrie. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's see. Red Sox not sucking as bad on their way toward the playoffs. The Yankees starting to spiral a little bit. But enough baseball. Let's talk about what everyone really likes. <laughs> Two seconds on baseball. Yeah, because I want to spend more time on football, baby. The Patriots pick up their first win of the season as they destroy the Jets. It was woo. Yeah, I mean, still high flying fun. Yeah, well, um, no, another good solid outing from Mac Jones. Patriots run game got going, screen game got going, defense forced four interceptions. In fact, the Jets had. As many interceptions as completions at one point in the game. Four completions and four interceptions. Never good. Not good at all. Patriots red zone woes continue a little bit. They're selling for field goals instead of touchdowns. But, you know, solid win. Get them back on the right track. They got the Saints coming up next. Uh, which That'll be a good game. Funny because the Saints had an issue at the Superdome, which is now the Caesars Superdome, no longer the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. Obviously, everything that happened with with Hurricane Ida, there was a fire at the Superdome this week. No, oh, no. Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't see that. Jesus. Uh, not a major fire, but it was kind of in the same area where they were removing an old logo. <laughs> so Cleansed by fire. Yeah, seriously. But uh, anyway, the Patriots uh, and the Saints coming up this week should be an interesting challenge uh, for them. Probably, really, they should be 2-0 because the Dolphins got shut out by the Bills. Uh, so everybody in the division is 1-1 one one except for the Jets, who are 0-2. <laughs> How about them Giants? Uh, the Giants find new and exciting ways to lose football games. <laughs> I mean, what was it? So remember the picture of... Odell Beckham, when they were on the boat, when they had the bye week, he went uh, like he and some other um, Giants players went like to the Caribbean or something on a boat, and this picture circulated. I'm on a boat. Yay. Since that time, which I think it was like 2017, maybe I got to double check. They've had the worst record in the NFL. So your theory is don't get on a boat? No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> Let me pull that back. I had it up, and just, I just uh, relaxing times. Packers win. Bad first half, bad defense, then they won. Yes, exactly. But still. I fell asleep during the second half, so I can't speak much to it. I hate late night games. Oh, yeah. This is this uh, article is called The Most Catastrophic Boat Trip Since the Titanic. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Extreme. Yeah. So, yeah, since this boat, since this boat trip, and here's the picture of them all on the boat during a playoff bye week, and then they immediately lost during or after. Was it a playoff bye week or it was just a bye week? I love the conceit of let's take a group photo. Now everyone try and look cool. Like there's nothing cool about a group photo. Yeah. I just love the most catastrophic boat trips is the Titanic. Fantastic. Ah, goodness. Hey, at the time of this article in 2000 and October of 2020 going into last year, where does it say? Oh yeah. The Giants were 12 and 40 uh after that picture. Wow. Going into last season. They don't have they have Less than uh, just over twenty wins or less than twenty wins. It's crazy. Oh, 
Can I, I have one basketball story because it's hilarious. Yes. Uh, Woj bomb last night. There's my Woj bomb effect. Ben Simmons will not be reporting to training camp and has no intention of playing any future games with the Philadelphia 76ers despite having four years left on his contract. Oh, wow. What a, I mean, he's such a diva and he hasn't improved since his rookie year, but at the same time. That's the fire at the Superdome. Oh, oh my God. That's a, I thought, I didn't didn't realize it was uh, just bigger than I thought it was. That is a big fire. Anyway. But I mean, I know like that Doc and Embiid threw him under the bus after the playoffs last year, but still like he has no trade value and he's such a diva and he sucks. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's really my Ben Simmons commentary. I hope he ends up somewhere terrible. Like I know there's been like a lot of like Minnesota Timberwolves talk like, yeah, go to the Timberwolves. That'll work out great. Oh my God. What a diva. How did that work out? I just don't like him. He had this quote a couple of years ago because he doesn't have a jump shot. And he was asked about it. It was maybe two seasons ago. He was why do I need to work on that? I'm already an all-star. I'm like, what a terrible attitude. It's not the right attitude to have. Yeah. Nobody wants you. (laughs) His trade value just plummeted with his playoff performance. Like He's like one of the highest paid players in the NBA and he just feels like poison hilarious though the 76ers are in such a weird bad spot with that oh yeah i wish i had the ben simmons deal i'm getting paid like 30 million dollars a year i'm not going to show up for work though Ah, that's a great deal i found it so since that picture since that picture went viral the giants have won 18 games they're 18 and 48 the worst record in the nfl since then wow I yeah. should send that to mutual friend Mike. So I guess uh, the point of my basketball story is um, I think Ben Simmons is a diva who has no trade value, and I think it's hilarious. Correct. <laughs> That's my Ben Simmons take. Everything about it's hilarious. Is that sports? That's sports. All right. So once again, we're dipping back into this old well. Just hit the microphone. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm sure everyone heard it. As the Eternals is coming up in November, I think. November? Sure. November. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. No, that was the Alan Moore thing. That was also a real thing from... No, I think Alan Moore invented it. I Uh, think he made it up for V for Vendetta. All right, sure, whatever. That's how He made up the gunpowder plot. I don't know who... And Guy Fawkes. Yeah, no, Guy Fawkes is a fictional character for V for Vendetta, obviously. I'm not going to argue with you. (laughs) Good good book, good movie, all good stuff on that front. Yes. Anywho, uh, yeah, The Eternals is coming up, so we're diving back into more Eternals material, probably the material that we'll be seeing for the movie, or at least I imagine the rumor has it, and after reading it, I go, yeah, a lot of the stuff makes sense to have it be in a movie. Uh, We're going to do The Eternals by Neil Gaiman, the seven-issue series by Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr. The Eternals! It's Jared's Reading Corner. They played a theme. Yes. Jared's Reading Corner. It is Jared's Reading Corner indeed. All right. For uh, those of you who don't know what happens in Jared's Reading Corner, Zach gives me comics to read and I try and decipher them. Yeah, this one's a bit of an interesting one. As I've recently read all of Jack Kirby's run on the Eternals, and it has that kind of unfortunate like second stage of his career Jack Kirby stuff where like he has a bunch of really good ideas at the beginning and then they're never really resolved and just kind of sputter out. And this kind of addresses the fact that, yeah, it just kind of ended oh just like the the jack kirby run of the eternals was like oh and it ended yeah it has kind of an ending but you know kind of an ending kind of an ending or is it a beginning 
No, no. I mean, great initial ideas, but I mean, this even deals with the fact like, oh, the Eternals came to Earth and they were supposed to judge us for 50 years and then that just kind of stopped. Yeah. So they're back again. <laughs> but but we find out why they've been missing for all these years and why they kind of, they all have amnesia. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like that. That's like a classic soap opera thing, though. Like, you remember like old soap operas, like a character would like die, but then they would come back and like, oh, my memory, I forgot it. I was in this terrible car accident and I forgot who I was. And amnesia is I mean, a- the number of soap operas I've watched, I could probably count on one hand. Oh, I mean, it's a classic soap opera trope. Because I'd like I'd see them on like when I, if I was like homesick from a school and I because there was nothing on because you know there were five channels yeah I would time and I'd be like you were well, waiting I, for you well were, I don't get this I would wait for the last one to end because then Star Trek the Next Generation came on at four <laughs> there you go so anyway uh, as things happen Icarus kind of knows who he is and he's trying to awaken for lack of a better term these eternals who are all kind of living like different lives which seems to line up with what we're going to see with the movie of like oh we haven't seen each other in a while like maybe they've been leaving different lives yes well i don't know that's kind of the impression i, think I get that from the trailer i wouldn't be surprised by that at all i think that's a good start something um that i i have not read all of the eternals by any stretch basically most of the eternals like i've been aware of them and i've seen them like pop up and stuff but i haven't been like hyper aware of them most of the eternals reading i've done within the last like month and there's still a couple of characters i know in that movie trailers that like i still don't know who those people are like they haven't been in anything i've read like this series doesn't really pick up any new characters outside of the kirby stuff so there's still a few of them i'm like well you yeah so what are you what are you doing here but anyway i caris I Icarus, also known as Icarus, oh, yeah. is trying to um, kind of like convince people of you know that they are actually the Eternals, including the Doctor guy named Mike. Something Mike, I can't remember his name. Was Look, it Mike? Yeah, it whatever. Mike it, Harris? No, <laughs> no, that was Icarus. It was Mike something, but it's um, Makari. Yes, who is really fast? Mercury would be your greek god equivalent yes but he's really fast mercury um and in the movie there, there's a gender swap and that's gonna be nope mixing things up i was thinking of some like high x character that's ajax i can't remember who mercury is maybe there's a gender swap i don't remember anyway there's a couple of them <laughs> dr mike meets icarus icarus is like hey you're not really who you think you are and then you know he gets drugged and then he gets vaporized icarus yeah. does but he comes back to life because he's an eternal. Yeah, because the city of they are Olympia instead of Olympus. Olympus, Olympia, but they're immortal. Well, that would be the eternal thing. They are eternal. Yes, they have little rebirthing pods, and they are able to come back to life. But anyway, uh, then you have um, Party Planner Girl. That's what I called her, Party Planner Girl. Seriously? Yes, seriously. Like I thought they were saying seriously, like like a abbreviation, like a comic abbreviation, like seriously. But no. She has this party planning thing, and she hosts a party for some sort of international consortium on economics, and it turns out to be a trap in which to hijack and steal people, and this is when uh, Mike, Mercury, whatever you want to call him, Nitro, this is American Gladiators now. Mercari. Mercari. Laser. Storm. Blaze. Catches bullets in a trash can. And yeah, he's like, how did He's like, but how did that happen? Am I hallucinating? Iron Man shows up, and he's like, seriously. You need to you need to register with the mutant or the uh, superhero, superhero registration act. Yes, and at that point, I'm like, I know when you came out. <laughs> yep, because that thing just hangs over everything for like 
three years. But she's like, I'm not a superhero. I'm not registering for your super... He's like, but you're an Avenger. And she's like, nope, never been one. Don't want one. Don't need one. Sorry. Let's not go out on a date together. Yeah. Seriously. I know. We went out on a date together. I'll see you at eight. (laughs) Yeah. But all this time, we also have this mysterious TV character, Sprite. Not to be confused with the drink. But, you know, you guys ever read Shakespeare? It's Sprite. Yes. Or Peter Pan, as he claims to be the inspiration for Peter Pan. I think what happens to this character is what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah? I mean, I guess we can get there in a little bit. Because there's also, uh, they find Zeus or Zerus or however you pronounce it. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Ah, crap, I got to play it again. Yeah. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Oh, Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. So anyway. Well, he's uh, Zeus in this, or Zerus, is um, a drunk in an alley. <laughs> They're like, hey, you're Zeus. He's like, I'm going to have a drink over here. It's like, no, you're Zeus. He's like, ah, crap, I'm Zeus. Well, son of a gun. I guess I can't have a drink anymore. More drink. <laughs> I'm Zeus, damn it. Yeah, I'll do what I want. Zeus was also a womanizing god. Sometimes he was a goose. He'd impregnate you as a goose. He'd impregnate you as most any creature he could. He was Zeus. Who's having sex with a goose? The Greeks. <laughs> okay, great. I mean, that's Greek mythology. Yeah, goose. Oh, the flurkin cat? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, Mike meets up with Sprite, and Sprite's like, come here, I want you to touch this magical rock, and this magical rock throws them into a celestial prison type thing. And he's like, well, see, you are an eternal. And he's like, well, aren't you? And he's like, nope, gave it up. Yeah, why not? So using the Unimind, was it the Unimind? Yes, the Unimind is when the Eternals come together to form like an all-powerful being to fight like Celestials and the Deviants. Oh, much like the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they just all make a Megazord. Yeah, it's a Voltron situation. There you go. But Sprite's like, yeah, I was tired of being 11 for a million years. I've only been a little kid, and I don't want to be a little kid anymore, so... I am going to kill all the Eternals, and I'm going to upset the balance of things, and I have now woken the Dreaming Celestial. Oops. And also, Droog's in there, and he's a bit of a prick. He's like, hey, clearly, I'm the evil one. Yeah, who speaks Russian. He also looks like the evil one in the movie. He's like, hey, I have a bad haircut, so therefore I'm the evil one. Bad cut and a pointy beard. In the trailer, it's just a bad haircut. Yes. It's like, I live in the woods. I got followers. I'm taking over countries. I'm committing evil crimes. Random people are getting blown up at parties. Yeah, why not? So anyway, Sprite's looking to wake up uh, the the dreaming celestial and call the celestials down, and we kind of get a pan. Joss. Yes. Or they're doing like that, like Nicholas Holt thing from Mad Max. Witness! Witness me! Pretty much. God, that's a good movie. So all of a sudden now, we kind of pan across the universe, and all like the big like universe, like big characters the watchers like i can't bear to watch anymore because i'm not going to do anything because i'm a pansy and i certainly have the power to stop this from happening but i can't even watch and then you got galactus who's like well i ain't touching this shit nope this sucks i don't like i didn't like it before i don't like it now i'm certainly not going to be part of this either i'm gonna go eat someone else yeah seriously but apparently that the the eternal's job was to help raise and protect the humans for the celestials to eat yeah. I mean, to serve man, it's a cookbook. Nom, nom, nom. Wait a minute. <sighs> Wait, there's still more space dust on here. <laughs> Once again, The Simpsons. <laughs> How to serve for 50 humans or whatever it was. <laughs> <sighs> but there you go. To serve man, it's a cookbook. 
Anyway, so they have the big fight, and the deviants are like, we're going to kick your ass here in Antarctica outside Olympia because we want to be here. And Zeus is like, oh, freeze your balls off by all I care. They're like, there's only four of you and thousands of us. And Zeus is like, it's cold outside, pretty warm in here. There, we also get some small cameos from the Avengers. Um, Iron Man shows up, as previously switched, then just chuck him away. Oh, and yeah. Hank Pym shows up. He's like, that robot. So, that so, robot has to be Chinese. He's like, so uh, they have some uh, mind controlling powers, and they can just chuck you places. And Iron Man's like, I get it. And like he shows up to like, I think it's Icarus, and he's like, Icarus goes like, look, I know we're supposed to have a superhero misunderstanding in the fight. But instead, could we just not do that? And Hank's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We don't need to fight. Whatever. Yeah. Let's. We're just going to cut the fat out of this and, and not fight. Yeah, we can just talk like people. But, yeah, well, so. Chuck me into the desert Iron Man style. Very true. Anyway, Mercury and the lead Deviant. Oh, by the way, Deviant gets turned into a tree. That's kind of cool. It is. Cersei's like, I don't have this shit. Yeah. You're a tree now. Well, when she turned the she turned the cat into a dragon. I do like that. She's like, if I really had powers, this cat would be a dragon. It flies off. She's like, oh, hell. (laughs) Oh, boo. Boo. I do have magic powers. Oops. That cat's a dragon. So anyway, the the lead deviants like, and uh, Mercury. Mercari. Mercari, whatever. uh, Is like, how about this? If you can hit me three times, I get to hit you once. And so it's like, okay. So he gets hit three times. Then he bows before the deviant, and the deviant's like, "I get one shot." I was like, "I'm gonna take your head. You can have my head as a prize." And and then the deviant's like, "This reminds me of a song from when I was a child. You're gonna screw stuff up on your own. You don't need me to kill you. I'm out." And they just leave. Figure that out. Oh, and during all that time, Zeus finds Sprite, who's been causing all this mischief, and kills him. Yeah, just snaps the kid's neck. Yeah, on a on a train full of people. Here's the thing: I don't think Sprite will survive the movie. No. Purely for the idea of, I don't know how old the kid they got is, but one way or the other, they got a relatively young actor to play Sprite. And he's not going to stay young forever. That's kind of my thing. It's like, oh, everlasting. you've been, you know, alive for millions of years, but, you know, if like another two to three years before we get another one of these bad boys out, you sound like two to three years older. I don't think that character survives the movie. No. I think purely based on like just age, the kid aging up. I mean, I'm sure like they didn't have the pandemic planned ahead, but this movie's already been pushed back like a year. Like that kid is—he's not 11 anymore. Yeah, I don't think. Um, my theory is that Sprite dies in this. No, I can see how they would use this run of seven comics to make the movie and set yeah. the table for the movie. It like, also adds a level of like, oh, why didn't you help with Thanos? Like, I don't know, like because we, we didn't know we were Eternals. We were all asleep. Yeah, yeah, it works. It, it could totally work within that context. And then it sets up for more Eternals movies as they go and continue to find more Eternals. Uh, I would also like to ask you the question. Okay. Um, I will not give you my opinion. I would like to have yours cold. What do you think of the artwork by John Romita Jr.? It wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. Okay. I, th- I thought it was in- it was mostly enjoyable. I know that you're coming at it probably from the standpoint of like it's not Kirby and it totally kind of veers away from Kirby stuff. No, what I'm coming at it from is the there are a lot of John Romita Jr. detractors. He came up and the his dad was like not like he wasn't like the front door of like kind of the Marvel like wave of stuff in the early 60s, but he was he was basically like the second guy to kick down the door. Yeah. And then uh, John Romita Jr. comes in in the 80s and especially in like X-Men, uh he's 
just absolutely killing it like wonderful memorable stuff and then in the 90s his stuff kind of starts to change to be a little bit more stylized a little blockier like harder edges and some people are totally on board for it and there are some people that totally hate it oh and i stand by it's really a book to book thing for me with him which sounds a little wishy-washy but it's true like some of his stuff i uh, greatly enjoy like i really like it when it is like fantastic four i think that's a lot of fun one that I would have thought I would have loved, because, I mean, it's, like, literally, like, he is so angular. Like, uh, he did a run on Superman, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Like, oh, John Romita on Superman. Like, that makes, or John Romita Jr. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, square jaw, angular guy. I hated it. It didn't work at all for me. But then he does, like, Batman. I'm like, oh, that works. So, I don't, it's really, like, for me, it's title to title at oh. this point. He's not the same guy he was in the 80s, and that's not a bad thing. He just... I mean, he was more house style in the 80s, and he just kind of found more of his own voice later on, and you know, some of his stuff works for me, some of it doesn't. No, I, you know, I thought it was decent art. We got, I, I enjoyed mean, it. There's literally a, I got a page of his upstairs. There you go. That is on my uh, will not sell list. It was a wedding present, so it's... Uh, it's <laughs> that, untouchable. Yeah, that one, I, I can't sell that one. Even if somebody can do with a million dollars. I would sell it in a heartbeat. There you go. <laughs> I guess there is a price. Everybody's got a price, Zach. Uh, it's a lot less than a million. <laughs> Uh-oh. But see, you said I'll never sell it, but then you're like, well, maybe. Well, because what, what it would sell for in reality would not be, the monetary number would not be a worthy return for the, the sentimental, sentimental value. value. Yeah. Yeah. But if someone were like, I'll give you two grand for it, it'd be like sold so much more than it's worth. Well, there you go. Um, Let alone a million in your but, world. <laughs> well, I just know that anytime you say I'm never going to do that, I can just say million dollars and you're going to say yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know, the middle felt like it kind of dragged a little bit. Like, the middle couple books were like, eh. But, I mean, interesting ending. Seven is such a specific number for a miniseries. Like, it's usually six. So, I feel like either Neil, because Neil Gaiman is such, like, a renowned writer, like, in a hardcore kind of way. So, it's either he went in saying, I have seven issues, or they went in with a plan of six, and he went, I can't fit it into six. I'm not sure which. My guess is it was his initial plan was seven. Oh. If I had to take a stab in the dark, but what do I know? I don't know. I don't know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, I think I still feel like this is a little impenetrable if you haven't read the Kirby stuff, but I still definitely enjoyed it. That's a little impenetrable, but there's enough exposition you can kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. Eternals made by the Celestials. Deviants made by the Celestials from human shit. They just like to play with our DNA. That's yeah, their thing. Pretty much. There you go. That's that's the Eternals for the second time, and I guess we're not going to talk about them again until the movie. All right. Good job. Well, I feel like I know. I certainly know more than I did before. Me too. All right. We'll wrap, do that, and then we're going to go into our last segment, Letters to the Editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can do that. Yes. You can just write them in to editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Ask us anything. Comics, movies. We're here to listen. We're here to answer. I don't know. Relationship questions. Oh, no, I'm not good at those. (laughs) You just have to go, whatever I'm doing, do the opposite. Yes, pretty much. (laughs) That's your George Costanza moment. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, last week, um, I begged, I pleaded, said we were low on questions. Begged and pled. And uh, my, our prayers were answered. Yay! <laughs> so we have an actual question for this week, which is always good. Uh, also, send more questions, everyone. All right, what's our question? Get, well, let me get my phone. 
Yeah, narcolepsy is pulled up on there. Oh wow! I heard that's the third eye blind song. Da, 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 da. I pulled. I uh, actually I have an interesting story to tell you in a second. A deep dive into the mind of me. Okay. So I had a really weird dream the other night. You were in it. Great. Um, that we were playing in a Foo Fighters concert. Like you and I were playing with the Foo Fighters, but I don't know how to play what the guitar. Were, I was gonna say, what were you playing? <laughs> I was playing guitar, but the guitar wasn't working. But Dave Grohl wasn't really mad at me. He's like, "Just rock on, brother. Let's do that." I'm like, but I'm nervous because I feel like I'm screwing up, I've, which I clearly I've was. A few Foo Fighter songs in my time. You've heard a few? No, I've I played a few. Yes, I'm like a Raleigh and some others. So then, like you know, I started doing a deep dive back into some Foo Fighter stuff. Did you listen to their their uh, DG stuff? No, I'm aware of it. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I yeah, that's only like a month old. Yeah. So yeah, and the song "Hail the Satin." That that's the title of the, the album. And then, so I did that, and then I was listening to that, and then my Spotify popped up some Red Hot Chili Peppers in the album. I forgot how good the album Californication is. Like, I was instantly transported back to high school in a positive way. I got to take breaks with Red Hot Chili Peppers because they really only have two songs. There's either like the fast, like, just there's a lot of bass, or there's like just like slow melodic. They only really have two speeds. True. But California. I got to take just time. I enjoy them, but I got to. I can't listen to them constantly. We got to have some space in between. No, but just the album Californication was just an album that, like, you know how like there's people say like, well, this song, this this album or this music instantly transports me back. No, but like it's all bass. It's like, all flea. I do flea is hilarious, but scar tissue. The song scar tissue. Like that song starts to play, and I'm instantly like just taken back. I had it on CD. I bought a bootleg copy out of the back of my history teacher's trunk. It's weird to do that. Well, it wasn't a bootleg copy. It was a radio promotional copy that he just was able to get a bunch of. He would sell CDs out of the back of his car. Probably shouldn't do that. It's weird. No, he was really cool. Mr. Cowan was the shit, man. He was a great teacher. But yeah, no. So there you go. That was my weird dream that you were in. We were playing in a Foo Fighters concert, and Dave Grohl really didn't care that I was screwing up guitar. Dave Grohl. I don't know how to play guitar. And he's like, don't worry. Rock on, brother. I'm like, all right. Dave Grohl wanted to, like, one of the last rock stars yes but like has been like like other guys that are still around but i'm saying for like you know like popping up like in the 90s like he's kind of like the, the last guy that well, think about that the, in my mind think about the big bands he's been in like both nirvana and foo fighters like two of the biggest bands in history and tenacious d also tenacious d <laughs> three also, of the biggest bands in history he also hasn't done any drugs since like right around the time or, or um, Nevermind came out or right before it just been drinking just booze that's it well, I can't fault him for that. No cocaine, no speed. Me, me and Dave on the same train. Anyway, question to the editor. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your favorite character redemption arcs? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. Was it, they used to be enemies and now they're friends? Could be that. I mean, Doc Ock in the second Spider-Man movie, that's kind of a little bit of a redemptive arc. Yeah, he sacrifices himself. And then he doesn't because he's in that new movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally undone. Yeah, so... I, I was more taking it as though they used to be enemies, now they're friends. But you're taking it more as, yes, more, yeah, you're taking it in the more traditional yeah. sense. Enemies than friends? Hmm. No, yeah, you could go with just the redemption arc. Well, I threw one out there. I'm waiting for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll go with the classic of, what movies do I have on the wall? Yeah, I know. I also... Oh, there's a biggie. Apollo Creed. Oh, yes. I don't. I don't know if I'd call that a redemption arc. It's just a character change arc. Like to me, a redemption arc is like they were bad and now they're good. Like, or they were good and they got bad and well, they're good was, again. He was intentionally a jerk and then he wasn't. Yeah, true. 
I count that as a redemption arc. Like, he went out of his way to be a dick, and then he went out of his way to be a dick a second time. And that got him killed. And then they had to run on a beach. No, but then he was a dick a third time, and he got killed by a Russian. <laughs> I don't think he learned his lesson. <laughs> but after the beach run. I don't think he learned his lesson. Oh, we're missing, like, totally missing one. Darth Vader. Yeah, he does Like do the that. Anakin Skywalker story. He's like, I killed children, but I threw an old man down a well once. So, you yeah. know, that well, makes up I mean, for my child killing. Yeah, and all the other people he killed. I guess he's not really super redeemed, but redeemed enough. Redeemed enough to be a special ghost. Yes, a blue ghosty guy. Despite all that child murder. Apparently the Force can overlook those things. Yeah. Well, Kylo Ren then. He was, sad, he was a sad boy, killed his dad, killed his mom, killed his dad's best friend, and that he got to kiss the hero and shrug. Do you think shrug. to fall into your sad dad theme technically it's a disney movie marvel movies are disney movies they're all owned by disney is disney just all about sad dads and moms bammy's mom shot oh no that's true good point geppetto i don't know i don't remember that movie uh no he just he's probably sad he made a boy yeah he made a wooden boy <laughs> he's sad and lonely he has a cat wait a minute am i gonna be geppetto <laughs> i mean the easy one for me to say and it's stuff that i'm um partially distanced i would say i've actively distance myself from would be um early i don't know we'll see you know where things fall is all the buffy and angel stuff because the easy one to say is just spike like he was there for, he was supposed to just be there to be a villain but then he was too popular and then he was evil and then he was kind of evil and then he was good and then he was just sarcastic what about the terminator it depends because uh, they're all different so they don't really have a redemption arc well no the first terminator different. he's like he's a dink he's trying to kill everyone yeah and, second one he's there to save people yeah but they're different characters same face different characters oh, i guess you're right yeah good point screw it i'll go for uh david Tennant, doctor who with the master he was around a bunch he was always a goatee wielding son of a bitch sometimes he was uh julia roberts brother in that one tv movie hmm. but the david Tennant stuff it was like oh he had like an abusive childhood and things were messed up and then he came back with a gun and lightning powers and was very redemptive that's fair <laughs> You could always go with, like, Garrick from Deep Space Nine. Sure. Yeah, I can roll with that. Yeah. Or Quark. Quark doesn't really have a redemption arc. He's just like, hey, do you want to have sex with a hologram and maybe I'll take your money? There's no maybe. He's going to take your money. <laughs> yeah. And he ends with, I'm still going to do those things, but I have friends now. That's not really a redemption That's arc. a good point. That's just a smut peddler who makes friends. And runs runs an illicit <laughs> gambling dabo ring. Yeah, why not? I also love one of the best crossovers in Star Trek was when he was on that quick that quick cameo when he was on uh, Next Generation with uh, with Riker. Yeah, with Riker, he's like, uh, "How much? How much is this information worth? Well, how much were those credits worth? Five bars of latinum. That's a lot of latinum, by the way. By the way, yes. I mean, there's so many comic stories where it's like, oh, they have to team up with the villain this time. It's not. It's never like permanent. No, I can tell you one that I don't particularly like is um. The Jason Todd story. When Jason Todd comes back, he's just all like, oh, the Red Arrow stuff, Red Hood. But he's Red, like, I'm whatever. gonna, I'm gonna like, you know, cut off the heads of all these like gang lords, and I'm taking over the city. And he's like slitting people's throat, dressed up as Nightwing to like sully the good name. And then he just becomes like this little like whiny emo bitch. We're missing one. We're missing one. The big one, Loki. Yeah, through the through the movies, we don't really know about the new Loki and the alternate universe, but like certainly a redemptive arc, I think, for Loki. Also, being from kind of emo, <laughs> yes, to making out with himself, and then being very dead. Which time? Uh, the time Thanos crushes his head. <laughs> He's died like three or four times. That's now. true. He has. What's his thing? He has more lives than Kenny. That's true. You are the worst brother. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. Let's roll with like Lord of the Rings. Boromir is like, I'm going to tackle you, you tiny little man. And then he takes a few arrows for some people. Yeah. Those big arrows too. Yeah. Yeah. Boromir definitely has a redemptive arc. I mean, it's quick. <laughs> Sean Bean, he's going to die. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty decent list of redemptive arcs. Don't hit it with one more. Oh, you know what? Just to go with the theme of the episode. <laughs> Screw it. I'll put in, if I can find it, one more audio clip. When um, Sideshow Bob saves Bart, we're going to blow up the dam, and it's David Hyde Pierce who's going to do it. And he just keeps, he got <laughs> just lands on a pipe that just ruins his balls. I guess this is it. Thanks anyway. You know, I could snip the wires. We'd fall to our deaths, but we'd save the entire town. But how would you like to do something in... Incredibly noble. Do we have to? Yes. Ah! Ah! Okay, there you go. <laughs> Do you remember that one? I don't remember Where that they're one. F- they're falling, they're holding the bomb, and Sideshow Bob just hits this pipe on the outside of a dam that just destroys his testicles. And he like, slowly rotates around it, and Bart pulls him up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Sideshow Bob destroying his nuts. That's my favorite redemptive arc. <laughs> I gotta find all these Simpsons clips and convert them. Oh, well, have fun with that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, well, there you go. There's our answer to the question. The long, convoluted answer that on the show is going to sound a lot shorter than the editing process will take it (laughs) but that's just staring blankly into space yeah like looking at your wall of is it is it finch from american pie (laughs) does he get a redemptive arc i mean i guess he goes from being known as a pooper to a mother lover Uh, there you go all right if you enjoyed the show redemptive (laughs) (sighs) to some people it might be zach to some people it might be not all heroes wear capes Anyway, if you enjoyed the show, go to editor. Oh, damn, I did it again this week. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors no comics, and a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. And if you do five dollars or more, you can become a Duke or Duchess of the podcast, and we'll shout your name out all episode long and uh, celebrate you. Hooray! <laughs> and have party favors and ring bells and all that cool stuff. Plus, you get access to other interesting things that are hidden behind the paywall. Uh, if you like Buffy or Angel or Firefly, you got all kinds of stuff back there that you can check out. Yeah, if you like some really old reviews at this point. Yeah, but still, it's all there behind the paywall for a dollar a month. You can't go wrong. I mean, what? I don't know why I'm disparaging it. I want that dollar. Yeah, exactly. People, you only have to pay a dollar to listen to Zach talk a lot more. And you get Emily, too, which is she's the best of the three hosts in the programming. So there you go. I'm two, Zach's three. <laughs> Also, you can find Zach on social media on Twitter at Editors No Comics. Yeah, you have a Twitter too. It's at your, Junior Rich. It's your most active time of the year. Yeah, I know. I haven't really tweeted hard on the games. I actually only watched like the first half and then I went golfing on Sunday because it was really nice out. So, mm. yeah, went golfing with a couple of buddies, just needed to go out and do some things. So I did. What the hell is next week? Are we in October next week? No, we're still in September for one more week. Oh, then. October 1st is next Friday. Something. We're back for something next week. What's it going to be? Is it time to watch a shitty movie? No, not yet. There's two of those in October. I got to look at what some things are coming out. I don't know. Something. All right. I'm waiting with bated breath. We're going to do Hawkeye at some point. I don't know when. Okay. Because that's really good. All right. Before the show. I believe. Who knows? Maybe next week. Maybe not until November. I don't remember how things line up. But definitely next week, something. We'll see you then. All right.